What is up, everyone? It's me and Sarah back. We are starting our first episode of More Than Just Hair. Today, we're going to be talking about um, unpopular hair myths. Or unpopular opinions and hair myths. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So okay. the first one is purple shampoo. So oh, I'm going to talk we, about it. We, huh? Did we like say that? We're going to like slowly get into it. Yeah. Or? So, okay, fine. We'll backtrack. So okay. I want to say... Uh, we're going to just dive right into the topic and kind of give you a sprinkle of a little bit about us, like, along the way. I didn't want to do a whole first Hot, episode yeah. being, like, about us because it's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. You no. know, like, we want to just dive in. You guys can get interest. to know us throughout our little. Yeah, like, along the way. Um, so the first one was purple shampoo. So I wanted to say that unpopular opinion about using purple shampoo before the toner i know when i kind of first started doing hair it was more of a trend or more people liked to pre-tone using purple shampoo and i find that i don't do this ever and anymore i don't feel i ever do that i never maybe that's like an older thing then because when i think that like toner is gonna like take brighter if it's already like like, kind of canceled out like the thought was it would help cancel a little bit before you did the toner and everybody kind of did that like when I started doing hair 12 years ago. So that was like the thing to do. And it was like the little like trick to do. But now I find that it just, that pigment is kind of still in the hair and then it yeah. kind of alters the end result or your like other formula. So yeah. I never do that, but I guess that's just like an old I guess people thing. use it as like a pre, I don't know, not like yeah, a like pre-fill, a pre- but like a pre-fit, well, like, like, yeah, pre-tone. like pre-tone. Um, but yeah, no. So I guess maybe I, like I just dated myself. So I guess it's not a thing for the like, younger generation. Yeah, but for me, I just don't do that anymore. I used to do that. And then... Um, I feel like another thing about purple shampoo is clients think that it makes your hair like yeah, bright, like blonder. Yeah. Okay. It just... So purple shampoo, like... So there's a color wheel. And so across the color wheel, perp, yellow... Tones are canceled out by yellow tones. So like, by tones. oh, by purple tones, I meant, sorry. So purple cancels out yellow, mm-hmm. but people think that it's supposed to make your hair like blonder. It just kind of like neutralizes the yellow. Exactly. And people so, think so it, it makes it less brassy. yellow, so I guess less brassy, but you can u- overuse purple shampoo. Um, so it like stains the hair. It stains the hair. So one light just turned <laughs> off. Hopefully this is still great enough for you guys. Um, Did it die? Yeah, take charge. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so, yeah, overusing purple shampoo could actually make you appear more, more dull because you're depositing more cool tones into the hair mm-hmm. and brightness. Looks so dull. Yeah, like you need brightness to look lighter. So it just dulls it out. Um, so a lot of like girls that are addicted to being blonde, they do purple shampoo all the right. time. But I kind of just steer away from recommending. It's a very rare that I'll recommend a purple. Yeah, unless they like being bright, but or like kind of on the cooler side. But unless I feel they like they know their experience, experience with, with it, it. Yeah, and they've been a blonde forever and they know the drill. But if they're like addicted to purple, I really just tell them you need to cut it out because it just over ashes. And then when you go to do their fresh highlight, you can you see have like the dingy blondes next to the new blonde, yeah. and it's just like not good. Not yeah. It. Um, and a lot of purple shampoos tend to dry out the hair. Yeah, very like they almost like open the cuticle really roughly and then deposit that purple. 
and it just like makes your hair the cuticle like kind of stays open for yeah. a little bit so that's also an illusion of brightness because it like opens the hair um i don't know if any clients yeah. will understand this but my biggest pet peeve when it comes to purple shampoo is that people can use it on like like orange hair oh yeah like that is my biggest pet peeve if you yeah. were like not like a blonde like you'll know the difference yeah. between like a blonde and like someone who's like a medium blonde like mm -hmm. if you have a lot of orange tones in your hair please don't yeah, tell me that you're using purple you. shampoo not you can use blue you. shampoo but like purple shampoo is meant for like yeah. so if you're a brunette, blonde like, hair. if you're like my shades like you're a brunette um you fall into the category more of a blue shampoo it's yeah. going to be a little stronger for your level like the purple is not really going to help you no. so definitely ask your stylist like what level you should be using uh, or what, what like what you should be yeah. using what level you're at um because yeah like purple is not just like purple is not a toner purple no. is not like one thing fixed at no. all like definitely you, not you definitely need to that kind of jumps into our next topic you definitely need to be on a maintenance with a toner if you're a highlighted person uh, because toners are what's actually gonna like adjust your color yeah like i hate when they're like i'm a brunette but i've been using purple shampoo i'm like you should not be using purple shampoo yes yeah, i mean you. maybe just they're just not like not educated enough. it's not light enough to, to do your hair's not light enough for the purple human yeah. shake so it's kind of like a waste of a product because it's just not going to do what you yeah. need to do I you probably need more of a toner once in a while um or transfer to the blue yeah mm -hmm. and what's the next one we were going to say about toners? um i think was it balayage or no like the one about toners you said like Thinking you're blonde faded when it's just your toner. Exactly. I feel like we get that a lot. Yeah. Like my blonde, like I feel like a, week, a couple weeks ago I had a client. She's just like, my blonde faded. Yeah. And I'm like, you're still blonde, but yeah. it's just you need like a refresh of your glaze. I feel like that yeah. kind of goes for so, yeah. any color. Well, I but, like to use the word as your color ages. So basically as the time exceeds like past your appointment, it's aging hair. Yeah. It's just, it needs a refresh. So I agree. It's just from using heat, from using not great shampoos, possibly from drugstore drug products, um, from, yeah, any, any products that have like a tint to it that can like kind of build up on the hair. Um, there's like so many factors that alters your color and being a blonde, like every shampoo that you do, your color kind of changes a little bit yeah. just from all the surrounding factors. So, I think so. It's not like it's not like your color just washed out. It's just uh, the hair is aged. You yeah. do for a refresh. Yeah, there is maintenance to color, and some people don't mind how, how it ages, like how it washes out. I think yeah, I don't think some they... people like it. Yeah, like don't mind it. But if you're expecting that brightness, All that's time. due to like fresh lightener. So that's mm. the only way you're gonna kind of have that bright effect. Yeah, I feel like after a certain amount of time, like after you've had fresh highlights yeah if, obviously i feel like the cuticle closes over time so like you said the color ages but they yeah. think after like their like seventh month okay i'm gonna come in for a glaze and sometimes yeah. i feel like the glaze doesn't take as well oh, yeah the glaze the, on top of aged color versus fresh highlight is gonna be a different yeah. result um but just know that if you're a blonde and your hair is looking a little brassy it's just you need a glaze or yeah. you, need, you need to be on a maintenance, maintenance overall schedule. so if you don't want to be over like we kind of tend to not recommend over highlighting um but you can do a maintenance appointment so whether Definitely. it's a glaze a little accent highlight a face frame highlight just to have some brighter pieces but 
yeah, color requires maintenance, even though we're on like more of a lower maintenance trend, you still have to do some type of upkeep. Yeah. And glaze appointments are not expensive, especially if you pair it with a blowout when you're going out. We always recommend yeah. to add a glaze um, just to kind of keep you refreshed and um, keep your color looking beautiful all the time. You don't have to like. I mean, Go, yeah. yeah, like once a year highlight is just like not going to do it. Yeah. Or I feel like a lot of times they won't come in for a while, no matter what color they want. Or like mm -hmm. if it's like blonde or brunette. They like don't come in for a glaze and then they're like and they come back like a year later like I really didn't like the way that it faded. well like you're yeah. not doing upkeep like you I don't like the way it faded you don't like the year. way it faded after a year like yeah. you need to yeah you need... that's yeah. part of color so I some people like to fade out so it just depends on them but I feel like you should always ask your stylist for a like, glaze here and there especially yeah. if you're already coming in for a haircut you might as well just do a little refresh yeah yeah, yeah. brightens the color or mm -hmm. like enhances the color and makes it shiny. Yeah, so the glaze just deposits a little bit of pigment to highlight tones or highlight pieces, makes it shiny. It lasts about four weeks depending on how often you're washing. Um oh yeah. Ask yourselves for a glaze. Yeah. <laughs> you, if if you're second guessing if you need it, you probably you need, need it. it. Just you everybody need it. Needs it. Everyone needs it. Yeah. Um what's in that? Another hair myth. Thinking your hair grows from the ends. I feel like we get oh this God. all the time that, oh, well, okay. So I feel, well, it's not, I feel it's a fact. Your hair will not grow faster if you cut it. It just definitely keeps it always okay, so looking healthy. Myth. Like, does cutting your hair make it grow faster? The, the, the ideology behind that or like what we're actually saying is keeping freshly cut ends or not having split ends. So split ends are caused by friction from heat. These are the oldest part of your hair. So over time, that friction, that heat, like your ends will start to split and start to break. So if you're not cutting and maintaining those ends, you're just, just gonna, gonna split. keep breaking it. Like it's just gonna keep breaking and you're never gonna gain length because anything you gain will be kind of broken. So if you keep this always fresh, um, your hair will be healthy enough to as it grows to like not break. Um, and it, it does grow from here. It grows from your scalp. It, it does not your grow from your ends. Yeah, so it grows from your scalp. Just as your nails would grow, you get a regrowth. But what would happen is you would be, you, oh my God, I've been hitting the mic the whole time. I hope that didn't like sound crazy. Okay. Well, if anything, so, we have mine. So as it grows, uh, if you're not maintaining the ends, they're splitting. So that's why you're not gaining length. So when we tell you to get a haircut, I usually say at least every season, I feel like every four to six weeks is only for if you have like a shorter haircut but at least every season changed every three months a little trim Even if it's and it like, could just, just like be a like time. a dust thing it doesn't have to be like a whole a big haircut just like a maintenance um oh you want to know what's another one that i just came to me mm -hmm. thinking like people thinking a trim is completely okay i'm trying oh, to figure out like haircut? like it's completely different or I don't know how I'm trying to word it. You know like how some, have to pay the price of a haircut? if it's yeah. just a trip, like it's still the same thing. Like yeah, a trim so, is a haircut. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe even if it, that isn't this episode, but I feel, well, like what's the difference between a trim and a haircut? Like it's still the same thing. So we have to take the same sectioning, the same timing, whether we're taking this much or this much, it's still the same pattern of a haircut that yeah. we're going through. So it doesn't matter to us how much you're taking. We're not, making money on the hair on the floor so it's kind of it's the same pattern and same sectioning yeah 
um same blow dry so same price yeah i feel like that we get that a lot they're like well if it's just a trim like can you like not like trim or a haircut it's still a haircut like no matter how much you take off it's still a haircut yeah haircut is sectioning product usage and time experience blow drying it's the same precision like what you're doing yeah yeah that was a little off topic but i mean that's what this is for yeah just like yeah um so what else was another one we kind of touched on this a little bit, but thinking that hair product or food works like hair products. This is like just my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it comes from like different cultures, but yeah, so I was saying that like, before. Like, so like, don't tell me you use mayonnaise as a deep conditioner. I'm sorry. It's I'm not gonna like oh my god, I just put mayonnaise on my, my hair. Mom used to, my mom used to do that to me, whatever. And the the ideology, I can't remember, that's fancy, but I don't, you know, recommend that whatsoever. <laughs> or like eggs. Like, like <laughs> eggs, like they're thinking like protein and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm pretty sure those natural, pro- like those natural, yeah. like using an egg yolk or whatever. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the molecule is like too big to even get into your strand. So products yeah. that are engineered for this use, like they make the molecule size, they make the ingredients to be able to penetrate through the hair. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like raw natural ingredients don't would just be sitting on the top coat and not actually feel like getting in there. Like, might feel like yeah, it never film. grows, it never like washes out. It's disgusting actually. Or like. I've done like coconut oil before. Like, yeah, years coconut. Ago. That's such like, I can, um, I can only imagine yeah, like, how it that just feels. just did not wash out. No, I'm I sure. So, I have so much hair. So I was like putting so much <laughs> in my head. And like I washed my hair like probably 10 times and it's still... and it was just like on my hair like it would oh my god it um so yeah coconut oil is another thing it's such a thick oil molecule that it can't even penetrate in the hair i've so... used coconut oil to like take off my makeup because like i have sensitive skin but there. then like i've gotten it in my eyeballs before and it's like blurry and i'm like i can't even see yeah. i can't even imagine like the film that i feel on my eyeballs i can't yeah. even imagine yeah. on my hair Definitely. like i feel like you aren't like knowledgeable on that no and they will use it um also it's an oil that could be used for cooking so imagine like having that on your hair and applying heat, heat like how if your hair like burns roasting, off like literally roasting your hair he is the same whether it's in an oven at 450 or on a machine like a straightener that's 450. yeah that 450 temperature is the same so you're literally putting your hair in an oven do you ever see like those videos oil. of people like taking like a piece of toast with like different oh, yeah, like heat protectants good, and like shows, but yeah. it shows yeah mm-hmm. like if it do it to food it would definitely do it to your hair oh my God, i think so yeah yeah those are i love those videos because it really shows the products are not just like not sure, just well, saying it, it yeah it actually does protect your hair so definitely heat protectants are real they definitely work they do we don't just say that to sell it's something to protect your hair protect your color mm-hmm. um the way we were talking about like food things so like those homemade masks like avocado honey blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. those i mean it sounds nice but it doesn't penetrate your hair no anything, if you get on that on your scalp i feel like it can clog your pores, pores. like it just creates like irritation. healthy scalp equals healthy hair so yeah i agree you have oil on your even the girls that do like the scalp oiling you have to use the right oil for that you can't just Again, use coconut oil. Yeah. Because it's just gonna clog, clog your pores, pores and then your follicle like will like will, close. Yeah, and... not not be healthy. Um you can I actually just... like damage your follicles by like 
using the wrong type of oils. I know girls do do oiling. Yeah. But it's just, I think there's just thinner oils that they use. Um, I really don't know about it. A lot of my clients ask me about it, and I'm like, I just, that's more yeah. of like a home remedy. That's I mean, not. My husband uses the rosemary stuff, like rosemary. The rosemary oil, He's like convinced that he's like, you know, starting to lose a little here. And I think once in a while, I feel like it does help. Um, probably just like nutrition for your skin, like for yourself. But they even say like regular vitamins that like you, okay, if you were to go and get at CVS, mm-hmm. you can't always just take whatever vitamins that you want because some vitamins don't like it like counter interact with each other it needs support of other vitamins yeah like you can't just like take this biotin and expect it to work with like fish oil like or like an example if you're just taking biotin by itself and expecting it to affect your hair that's not like that's not enough you need a multivitamin that has all the vitamins that you need to support your hair um hair is a reflection of like our internal health Mm -hmm. So that's what, like, we, we tend to ask, like, have you checked your thyroid? Have you checked, you know, your blood, I mean, your, you know, blood tests? Yeah. Have you checked to see if you have diabetes? Like, certain internal problems can reflect in your hair. Um, if you're Even anemic, like, like, yeah. and, like Do you ever feel stuff. like food, definitely, like, you could smell someone's, like, food through, like, their hair? <laughs> like, like, have you ever? Well, I mean, like, if you're cooking, it's going to just, like, stay on your hair. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually just bought this perfume. It's like a hair perfume. Okay. Which I guess it just doesn't have alcohol in it because most perfumes have alcohol and I guess alcohol will dry out your Who's hair. Who's it by? Um, I'm going to botch the name. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, like, I'll put it right here, baby, if I can do that. <laughs> um, yeah. But I know they have hair perfumes. <laughs> hair like, perfumes, yeah. I, mean, I like, thought it would be good. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say after what I was thinking, or we could just like crop it out. <laughs> no, definitely. I'll, I'll wait till later. Um, what else are we saying? Um, so healthy, yeah. The healthy scalp. So yeah. a lot of people don't know how to properly like cleanse their hair. You'd be shocked how many people don't know how to oh my God. their hair properly. Yeah. So you need to do like just like washing your face if you have a ton of makeup on your face like you wash as often as needed to to lathers on my face and whether you use a pre-cleanse and then like a face wash so the hair is the same like you're you're literally cleansing the skin and that's going to have all like natural oils product oils pollution in the air yeah food smells like yeah all this stuff um sweat from sleeping like everything so it's like you need to properly cleanse your hair in order to have a healthy scalp. Yeah. If you're not, if you're leaving any oils behind or not cleansing fully, you could experience hair thinning because it's just not cleansed. Yeah. Very great. Um, so the proper way to cleanse is two to three lathers in the shower. If your shampoo is not like bubbling, that means it's absorbing oils. So you need to keep doing Scrubbing it until, until it bubbles lathers. really well. Um, so I wash my hair like every five days. So I usually do like three washes. I have a lot of hair and I'm basically focusing on the scalp and then letting everything else like wash, like rinse. Through. Yeah. I hate when clients are like, scrub my ends, scrub my ends, make sure my it's ends are just clean. rinse through. It just goes through. Um, you don't want to like, and your hair your is so, yeah, especially like when your hair is wet, it's in its most fragile, fragile. state. So you don't really want to be like friction and i feel like it like definitely can change the texture of like the hair kind of like you're roughing it so much um yeah so healthy scalp is really important Mm -hmm. a 
finding the right product or the right formula for your hair is really important when it comes to shampoo. Like if you have finer texture, a lot of, there's a couple brands that have like a lightweight formula and a thicker weight formula that are moisturizing for both. Cause if you have fine hair, you still need moisture. Yeah. You can't just use a clarifying all the time. No. Um, so finding the right, you know, formula for your hair type is definitely important. Yeah. And making sure you're getting all the way in there, whether you have to like take your shower head down and really like rinse everything. Or even like section, like I know some people like even yeah, take section. like section their hair because it's so much they feel like they can't like, and yeah. if you like section it or a lot of the girls with extensions. Kind of just split it down the middle. Yeah. yeah. Just really get in there. Like, like yeah, in your scalp, too. not like. Yeah. When it comes to extensions, <laughs> if you're not washing properly, we're going to know. Yeah. When you come back. Like, you up. see a lot of buildup that just kind of sits on the seam. <clears throat> um of the yeah it's just like product build up it's like not good no um yeah hmm. um let's see what else we have like we kind of i mean kind of talked about everything mm -hmm. we did think did we do i know in our other clip i know we did do the balayage again yeah we could we could touch on okay. that so the word balayage is kind of becoming a pet peeve of mine because <laughs> The term balayage um, means painting, like freehand painting. So it's a technique that is basically used typically with like a clay lightener. It's an open air technique. It's a technique itself. It's not an end result. It's a technique. Very natural looking um, highlight or yeah, natural like looking a, yeah. color. So not every hair type or every hair color is a candidate for that technique. So as the trend has evolved, so has the techniques to get that end result that everybody's asking for. Um, but a lot of times we'll be like, is this balayage? Balayage. And I'm like, just, I'm guilty of it just to make it easier and make the conversation smoother. Smoother. I'm just like, yeah. But um, what everyone's actually asking for now is like a lived in color look. And lived in like foliage or, you yeah. Know. There's a lot of terms, but basically, I just want to want to say that like there are more steps involved in getting that look. Um, there's a lot more foil techniques as opposed to that classic foil that was. We still do today, but there's just more foil techniques. Um, we do use root smudge to achieve that look. It's kind of needed for the look. A lot mm -hmm. of people will be like, well, can you just blend it? And <laughs> I can, but it's just. You won't get the result you're looking you're, for. Yeah, it, that root smudge just kind of gives you like a transition color. So if you're so dark and you're getting like a blonde result on the ends, like it just gives you like a smoother transition. And a smoother grow out. Yeah, I was gonna so say if you're someone that likes to go a little bit longer, I feel like a root shadow will definitely just it's just a blurring. It's just a blurring and you know, will make you a little I mean, even though any type of color is high maintenance, but mm -hmm. it'll give you a little bit of like room to Yeah, it just like gives you the lived in look. It's yeah. just part of it. Um we we don't really have a huge problem with pretty much everyone's paired with that for our services, but um I feel like maybe we should start saying like saying lived in color so that they kind of get it because i mean the client's not doing it to be any type of way yeah They're just saying it's the easier it's like, the easiest know, way everyone just uses that term so loosely but balayage is actually like a free-handed technique so we do it with foil work because if you're darker levels and you're trying to get to that lighter level yeah. you can't do that with open air you need no. to use foil and that's our job to like determine that and tell you that um but yeah that's the difference I yeah guess. Mm -hmm. and then i think that was kind of really all i mean in our other video i know we started but stopped but thinking color takes better under your hair to be yeah do you want to do that okay you can tell you okay that one. so 
I feel we definitely get a lot of clients that come in and some of them haven't washed their hair. And it's like, you know, not everyone washes often, but people come in thinking that color or any type of chemical service will taste better on dirty hair, Mm -hmm. like highlights or, you know, color. Mm -hmm. It does not take better on dirty hair. It actually makes it a little bit harder because sometimes the natural oils build up on the hair and it's harder. Just say if you're getting a full head and you want to be very blonde, it can Mm -hmm. kind of counteract with the lightener and it might not lift the same like it's definitely i don't know if it counteracts with the lightener but i feel like or i mean like harder to break a little, through it might take a smidge longer but also like greasier hair like when you're we're doing our foiling pattern we're gonna end if your hair is like really greasy like we're gonna end yeah, up taking like chunkier pieces yeah. because it's not like fresh and fluffy yeah um so i would say like if it's extremely oily to where you have like an oil build up to here just wash your hair before you come yeah. if you're two to three days in and it's nothing like crazy, two to three like, days is like normal it's fine but if we're talking about if you're not washing properly you have an oil build up you have an oil routine at home where you're doing coconut oil all that crazy stuff that's know, definitely gonna affect your color yeah um that's what i meant yeah like that's more of like gonna affect it and then yeah i mean we also touched on like formal hair with um dirty hair so for bridal yeah or for formal hair we do recommend or you do come in it's a dry styling service you come in already pre-blown out and we style dry so if your hair is so oily to the point where it won't even hold a curl then that's like yeah not our fault (laughs) i can't be like so oily i think and it like i said not i know that not everyone like washes every day but if you don't even like want to touch your own hair like yeah i definitely i mean yeah i mean i don't care but you know i definitely if you don't want to touch it like then i definitely don't want to touch it or go through if it's like that dirty yeah but like Like, that can affect if your hair will hold if it's like that dirty that's like a misconception that like hair holds better on dirty hair uh i don't know like it's just if it's so greasy to the point where it's like wet, then yeah. it's not gonna freaking hold. Yeah, it's if your roots not are hold. so saturated that, that it's like flat you can't to your head. It, or yeah, there's no like movement for us to create like separation and stuff like that. Then yeah, there's nothing much we can do if your hair is like that oily. Um, we could do a little story. Yeah, time. story time. I've I've had a couple. You know, I do a lot of on-site bridal, and I've definitely seen a lot in my day. But <laughs> when I was pregnant. I just remember this more vividly because I was like super pregnant and when I was pregnant I was really not feeling good I was very sick the entire time but I had a client that or a bridesmaid that came in you were such a hustler oh my god (laughs) you were crazy her hair was basically like oily from roots to end like I don't know what the story was behind that but she knew she was coming to get her hair done that day and you tell them to like come with it like we're in a hotel setting so it's like obviously we're not washing your hair um her hair was fine texture very oily and i basically said like the only service we could really do it was one of those situations where like you don't even want to touch it like but you know i'm trying to be professional and do what i can but was that like I the worst one you've had like or, like it's like one of the worst yeah i mean i've seen it all but that particular situation like <clears throat> she was understanding and i kind of sugar-coated how I was saying it I always basically said your hair is you can't like, you want to say it nice yeah like, like I don't want to make her feel bad but um I suggested a slick pony and I tried to get a curl on the ends of the pony but it would not even hold the curl because it was so saturated 
with oil. And I'm pretty sure it was natural oil. If it wasn't like she did a deep conditioner and didn't wash it out, it was like. I can't even imagine because I feel like some clients have come in for a blowout and like you can clean it like three times, but sometimes it's just coated and like all like the smoke and stuff. So I can't even imagine with the curling iron. Yeah, no, I really couldn't do much. Like I attempted to get a little flip on the end and that's really all I could do because it was so coated. And it was the point where you couldn't even slick it smoothly because it created so much separation on the scalp that it was like you saw the part lines of the comb, but there was really so much I could do. And because I was pregnant, I was so sensitive to smell. So I was like, I gotta just do what I can, but I really couldn't do anything. So the girl was understanding. She really didn't say too much. She obviously went, this girl was like 23, okay? She was a mom too, like, not that that means much, but I feel like if you don't know how to wash your hair by now, I don't know. Yeah. I'll help you. Um, The mom stormed in, booted my daughter's hair, like screamed up the other girl. We're in a very tight hotel with a huge bed in the middle I'm like against the wall at that point I'm like sitting on the chair that I was doing the service on that that chair took an hour to even get in the hotel room because they weren't prepared with chairs and that's part of the prompt that we get in we need chairs we need outlets we need proper working space if I can't even turn around and you're pregnant on top of that how am I going to do a proper service if I have no working space that's besides the point and then um she came screaming in got this close to my face and wanted me to redo the hair and i really said there's not much i could do her hair is not and she already had her makeup on it's one thing if she like had the time to like to quickly to wash shower. it she already had her makeup on so there's really nothing you, you could do. do at all so, and then she's like and you're sitting and i'm like yeah I'm it's uh, seven in the morning i'm eight months pregnant i just did four people and uh, i need to sit down for a bit. like i said I'm, I like there's no breathing room i'm pregnant like what the hell it's ridiculous. And um, the mom, like, took out the ponytail, tried to brush it and do it herself, and it looked even worse than when I did it. Did they leave it like that? She left it like that. She had no choice. Like, from when the mom did it? Like, yeah, they the left it? it. In... She had the same greasy, slick ponytail. Like, congratulations. She wanted to prove that she could do hair better than me. Why don't you teach your daughter how to wash her hair, then? Yeah. Because you don't want to, like, embarrass her, but, like... But if you're going to get nasty to me, like, I'm not going to get nasty to you. I still always keep it professional, but... You're not going to come this close to my, to my face. face like you're going to punch me. I, I literally thought she was going to punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm like, what is the purpose of coming this close to me? To scare you? To scare like, me to do what? Your hair is greasy from roots to ends, and the curling iron won't even hold the curl to it. So it didn't I'm sure everyone was so was uncomfortable. So awkward. And even the bride, who's it was the bride's mother, the bride didn't even like stand up for me. Momzilla. Like, oh my God, it was terrible. <laughs> you, we always say this, it's always the moms. Oh yeah. It's always the moms in the situation. Like, the brides have already met them, you know, they know me, they selected me. It's always the moms that like have a lot of extra anxiety or don't like how their look is because of other reasons or whatever. But yeah, 90% of the time it's the mom. It's never the bride actually, too. The moms, the mother-in-law. Ma- I was yeah. going to say mother-in-law too. Yeah, there's just a lot of like built up anxiety for the people attending the wedding, I guess. But it's like but they're I'm not like the one used getting. To it. Like, yeah. it doesn't bother me because I just, you know, I just do my job. But yeah, like <laughs> but you like, do. It's like there's only so much I could do with your hair. The point of the story is your hair is it's greasy as hell. I can't help you. No, definitely not. <laughs> like you didn't, and it's just like alarming well, that somebody at that age doesn't know how to wash their hair. I mean, but people also don't understand. Like, not that you you didn't do anything wrong, but just even in our job 
every day. Like people treat like clients can like treat us like really crappy. Yeah, like, like people don't weird. understand like we're human too. Like but to be yelling at you for something that you didn't do, like you're human and you can only do so much with what they give you. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, people have I mean we're in the service industry, I guess. We expect so we, it. I guess, yeah, we are. Um and the reason I'm looking at the floor the whole time is because this light is very bright, by the way. Yeah. It, our <laughs> so one we're light in the side. service industry, so, so move, yeah, move people, people just, like, think that they own you because they're paying for that service or they're paying for the time or whatever, but, yeah, yeah we're, we're humans. humans. <laughs> we're humans. Not every canvas is the perfect canvas to get what you want. So there's only so much we do what we're given and the time we're given and the budget you're giving us. Yeah. So there's so many factors. Um, I agree. And just be nice to your service. Just be a nice person to everybody. Yeah. Just be nice. Yeah, just be nice. Like, like everyone can have you, a bad day. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're just a nice person too, we always remember that person yeah. even more and we're excited to see you the next time. I know. I'm not um, saying I don't have clients when I'm not. I mean, like, I, I pretty much am always excited. Yeah, but like, all my there's, clients a, are there's great. a sprinkle of people that are just like, whether they have a lot going on in their personal life or they're just stressed out in general yeah. and they push that on you, I kind of give them grace with that. But you're a nice person. We'll always yeah, remember like, that. We'll remember you. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many clients that I'm just like, I feel like a majority of my clients are all so great. Oh, yeah, they are. Wait, is this going to be one of those things where every episode is Sam comes down? <laughs> it is Sam. That's going to be like... Yeah. Hey, guys, it's me in the background. <laughs> I said okay. before that every episode, it's just going to be like Sam. Like, it's yeah, got to be like the stairs. The stairs. Yeah. Alrighty, so... Well, thank you. Watching. Thank you for watching. We will see... Let us know how you like this. Yeah. And we'll definitely take more suggestions on topics. We're still new at this, so yeah. we're yeah. getting into our groove. But we appreciate, yeah, we appreciate all of you guys mm -hmm. um, to our everyday clients and the our platform viewers. we have. Yes, mm -hmm. so grateful. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. See you guys later. Bye.